Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Renderos Brothers. I am Sam. I'm Mike. What it do? Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, we're going to be discussing a bunch of shit that we found on the internet. Because, yeah, a you bunch know, of bullshit. <laughs> and the two films, as always. Getting through it. Uh, so let's just jump right into it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Um, so how has your week been? All fucking amazing, man. You know, it's working. Yeah, I bet. Gaming. So I wanted to do something. I wanted to do something a little bit different, right? Um, So I picked up this paperback. It's called Bunny with a Chainsaw. Bunny with a Chainsaw. Bunny with a Chainsaw. uh, The can looks pretty fucking dope. Yeah, it is uh, by the Paperback Brewing uh, Company. 8.4%, I see. 8.4% alcohol by volume. For a pint. It's one pint. It's got an adorable... Bunny on the chainsaw here. So I wanted to, to... Bunny with a chainsaw. Bunny with a chainsaw. I'm not a big IPA guy. Super cute, too. But um, so I, I thought we'd be like, crack this fucker open. I'm down. And give man. it a shot. So let's... Uh, give it a fucking little taste test. Let's get that going. So, uh, obviously, for those of you at home who ever buy, like, canned beer and you didn't know, you should always pour it into a glass because the smell of the aluminum can sometimes interfere with the flavor... Uh, that the beer has, um, which I didn't realize until I, you know, really, really started focusing on the drinking. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I fucking, I always like to pour it out because uh, makes me feel fancy, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know. feel like a beer commercial, you know. Which yeah. you know, I didn't realize that it's against <laughs> the law to drink alcohol on the beer commercials. It's just stupid. Oh yeah, yeah I knew that already. Uh, I thought so, you never seen anybody drinking in the Corona fucking. No, exactly. You just seem all happy. Beer. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, cheers. Cheers. All right. Um, that's like, you know what? Honestly, like, I hate IPAs. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Real, uh, it's not that hoppy. At least it doesn't taste that hoppy to me. It's got a bit of a kick. Um, but it's kind of easy drinking, I want to say. Um, well, <clears throat> um, I used to not like IPAs like still kind of like I've kind of like steered away from them yeah um but um I, I used to like them because when I used to go to Disneyland when they had the, my year pass all the beers are the same price so I didn't want to get the strongest shit so I want to sl- I'd slam those down and I just got used to drinking IPAs but I kind of steered away because I stopped going yeah well I mean like but this and- does taste real smooth compared to other ones that the, the hop it really doesn't hit you too hard no it's not it's just like a, like a nice mild hop the little bunny doesn't hit you too hard when it makes it a little hop you know no it doesn't cut your fucking head right off like isis <clears throat> it's actually smooth it tastes good yeah no it's uh, not the bad. color's not too hazy no oh uh, it's I, nice it looks like a kind of a wheat ale really like when you look at the 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 drink yeah it looks like a, a nice cloudy wheat ale though it's not uh yeah uh this is by paperback Nosh, it's good though it's good it's fucking it's good uh, i like it um it doesn't taste too too strong either, even though it's 8.4. Yeah, I guess they're located here in the great city of Glendale. Um, <laughs> Glendale? Uh, so that's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. Yeah, Rude I would fucking, uh, in California. I would drink this. I would drink. I would buy this again. Yeah, this shit was, it's a four-pack for sixteen ninety nine. where I bought it at. Yeah, IPAs can be a little pricey. These, uh, little cra- these craft beers. Craft, craft beers, beers are always for sure. pricey. Uh, so, uh, you know, let's uh, actually get the show started. I just wanted to do something a little bit different. Try a little something new. Go out um, and fucking actually, yeah, nah. we might not, we might actually just do uh, you know fucking if uh, during the week when I go buy my weekly beer, maybe like something I haven't tried before. Yeah, does up. anybody that's in a that's 
you know, owner of a brewing company, you maybe want to do one and send us a sample. <laughs> Shoot it. <laughs> Ship it. Uh, hit yeah. us up, Renderos Brothers. Fit to ships. Renderos Bros at gmail.com. Um, but, uh, I, you know, we talked about Wipeout coming back on TV, I think, a couple of months ago. And oh, yeah, uh, yeah. they had somebody dying. A couple of my homies worked the fucking show. Okay. So Wipeout ran on ABC from 2018 to 2014, which is impressive for a reality, uh, you know, game show, challenge what? show. 2008 to 2014. That's a fucking long hell of a run. That is a hell of a run. Uh, So they've been filming new episodes uh, last year to revive the show on TBS with new hosts, John Cena. John Cena? And Nicole Byer of... um, (laughs) I used to hate John Cena. Did you? Yeah. Uh, And then that fool became an actor and... I, you know, I, I, it's fucking. He's kind of funny to watch. You know, he's fun to watch. I think he's got good comedic timing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I watched the movie Trainwreck with him and Amy Schumer. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's really funny in that movie. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he's really funny in a lot of the comedy stuff yeah, that he does. He's fun to watch. I didn't. I, didn't, I guess I don't like him too much as a wrestler. And then obviously, I love Nicole Byer. She is from Nailed It. She is. Oh, fucking Nicole Byer is fucking hilarious. She's so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really happy that they are going to be the hosts for this show. They're going to be taking over. Uh, but a person died in November, and uh, it was finally reported how this person died. Yeah. So Entertainment Weekly was reporting that 38-year-old Michael uh, Parades died of a heart attack and also suffered an unde- uh, from an undetected coronary artery disease. So he didn't even know that, oh, he, had, sucks, that he had problems. Yeah, uh, so he had competed in two events, had completed them without a problem, and then he really started struggling in the third event uh, that he was helped out of the water because he couldn't even swim back to you know safety yeah i uh, was placed in a wheelchair where he collapsed and had cpr performed on him and he was taken to henry mayo newhall hospital and pronounced dead the next day the fucked up shit was his fiance was also competing wow and uh, you know so she got to be there and watch her the love of her life pass away um he didn't smoke he didn't drink i'm sure he, she, she wouldn't have had it any other way and he wouldn't have had it any other way at that end at that no, point you they know? worked out all the time apparently like they you know they passed and cleared the health screening which uh included an ekg and uh a covid test because obviously because of covid they had to do things differently but like what a fucking tragedy man like you because you, here's the thing right like everybody's like oh well if you're healthy you don't know what's going on on the inside you can't look that's why you know you're supposed to go to the doctor and get screened and all that stuff and um they were saying it was acute. So basically, it was a sudden appearance yeah, of this problem. Happened, huh? So, um, you know, like it was a blockage in the heart. And he had no fucking idea. He had no fucking clue. It's like a, like a brain aneurysm. You yeah, just don't yeah. know. You just, the blood vessel bursts. And then that's it, dude. You're done. Uh, which is a damn shame. Um, so you I don't. You can survive it. The brain aneurysm, it's You rare, can. They, it does, are, it they are rare. They, um, Dr. You, Dre who came through. Dr. Dre, um, you know, our uh, sister's uh, mother-in-law survived the brain aneurysm, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, so it's it's definitely um, survivable, but obviously the the chances are low. And it's just, a, you know, it's, a, it's a, a reminder that life is so fucking short and precious and uncaring that, you know, just enjoy every day you can as if it is your last, as we always say on this yep. show. It is, it's fucking fragile. Yeah, so. I mean, like, you know, so... But I'm I'm excited to see Wipeout coming back. I don't have TBS. I'm hoping that it pops up on Hulu or whatever because I I, I do like watching though that kind of reality show. That's that's my jam. I can leave fucking uh, that show playing in the background and it's yeah. in, every time you walk by, you see some crazy shit. You know what I mean? It's kind of cool. There is um a 24 hour Wipeout channel. I believe that is. Is it on, on Pluto? It's either on Pluto or TV Plus. Those are the only two free uh, ones that I use. Okay, I have a, I have Tubi, it I have Pluto. Pluto, 
and I have um, obviously TV Plus came with my Samsung. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I'm excited. You know, one of the things that I love to do is watch those kinds of shows. Uh, one of my favorite reality shows is Chopped. I love Chopped. That shit's fucking hilarious. Though it is fun. It is funny to me how it's edited to look like. Oh my god, it's so fucking intense. You know, because like every time they go to a commercial break, you'll pay attention, and one of the chefs is like, "I don't have this ingredient." And they're like, "Oh no!" It goes to commercial, it comes back, and they're oh, like, "God, just kidding, got it? It's right here." Oh, the ingredients in the back. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh yeah, it's had to go to the storage. Yeah, area. it's super easy, but like they they edit it in a way to make it like heighten the competition. I just like to see these people cooking some really fucking clever shit with very few ingredients. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's it's tight. Another another unfortunate death that happened was the actor Dustin Diamond passed away uh, from. Screech. Yep, uh, he played Screech on Saved by the Bell, which is where I mean, like that's where I know him from. Apparently, he was also on The Wonder Years, and he's done other things as well, mostly commercial work. Uh, you know, in the past, Saved by the Bell days. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, like I mean, like dude, I mean, we grew up watching Saved by the Bell. We loved watching the adventures of Zach Morris and the gang try to fucking you know get away with all the shit that they did in in. Um, yeah, and the last fucking one of my all-time favorite shows right there. That shit's fucking dope. Saved by the Bell is just a lot, a fucking hell, a hell a fun, of a show. It's a, it's fun, a show. fun, even though they hated, show. even though they they were against Valley, and, and you know we're, we are the Valley. <laughs> you know, I just never put it together. I was so young. I, it was, uh, yeah, it, was um, over, it went over my head for sure. Yeah, uh, his dad, uh, Mark Diamond, uh, said that it was a small cell carcinoma, um, which is a type of highly malignant cancer that is uh, mostly you know arises within the lung, although it can uh, spread to other sites such as the cervix, the prostate, and the gastrointestinal tract. Yeah. Uh, but he was diagnosed with cancer three weeks before yeah. passing away, it's which... crazy. Showed, stage four, and they said... When he, he, stage four, which also shows it. how aggressive of a fucking cancer it was, and it's just a damn shame that, you yeah, know, well, he, fucking... he, he won't be around to, you know, come back for... Saved by the Bell. Sorry about that squeak there. Um, yeah, for the fucking uh, the reboot. The reboot. Yeah, because he wasn't invited for the first season, but they had talked about bringing him on for future shows for like season two, like other storylines that he could come into play. But yeah, unfortunately, season one was he they weren't written in. Same as like Lark Voorhees was not written in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but they're they're definitely adding her. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's cool, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I think it was a good place for them to start because, like, you know, Lisa Turtle as a character and Screech were so, they were such supporting characters. Like, it really felt like they were just kind of written in to be there as, like, anchors for some of the other characters, right? Like, it it was kind of... Well, yeah, but fucking Screech was fucking Zach's best friend. So it was like, it it was a big balance with everything going on in the show. Yeah. From nerdy to cool to fucking jockey, you know? Yeah. They had a mix of everything, and that's what was dope about it. Dangerous. Don't do pot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Easy oh, your brains. Yeah, these are just some of the things that I come Cracks across. Crack the eggs, drop into a skillet. Easy your brains on drugs. Dude, I never got those fucking commercials. Like, you know, they're like, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. And they throw it in the pan, and they're like, any oh, so questions? Get, I'm you like, get yes. high and you start cooking? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like uh, yes. Do you scramble the eggs? Like, do you leave them like that? Is, sunny uh, side up. Sunny side up. Scrambled. Easy, uh, you know, easy, uh, easy over, whatever the fuck. <laughs> over easy. Over easy. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I just didn't get it. And I was like, oh, it's supposed to be like your brain is frying. But, yeah. I mean, have you seen the existence of the world that we live in? Yeah, I'd like to fry my brain every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, fucking A. Oh, fuck. That's just uh, fucking funny. And then uh, Google, I found out, uh, is shutting down both Stadia Games and Entertainment offices here in Los Angeles and in Montreal 
because uh, I guess game development was it, it, game development in general. They're called like AAA games are the top tier fucking games, right? Halo, yeah. Gears of War, Uncharted, Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto, and they are becoming more and more expensive to make. Yeah, because they fucking have to be the dopest fucking games made. Well, the technology just, of all that also like that goes into making them uh, like has and the, the even cost. the world that they the world that they build for those games. You know they have to they have to really take you in and, and and you have to feel like you're in that fucking in that area and so the fucking uh, the vividness all the shit they need to add needs to look super dope and creative as fuck you know yeah so then Google you know like they got into the fucking uh, gaming console war or whatever it's the not. fuck with Stadia you know the streaming like console to you know like challenge like Microsoft and Sony's hold Nintendo's hold on yeah. the market and so their plan is like. You know, you pay for either the game or you pay for the Stadia subscription service and you can stream any game you can from the cloud. It'll all you don't have to have a physical copy. Okay. You don't download so they were it. They're trying from, to change the gaming platform. They were trying bit. to change the gaming platform. And I think there's a lot of room for that. I, I don't know what that looks like right yeah. now because I think they're, you know, I, I know that digitally games are actually starting to be the bigger way of doing things, though there's still a bunch of people, including myself, that like physical copies. Only yeah, because I like physical I, copies too. Only because, like, with digital games, like, we've lost games, right? Like, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which just got a re-release, disappeared from 2014 to last uh, last year. You know, or this year. I forget when they came out. This year. It came, it came out, out this year. year. Um, you know, um, and that was because the licensing died out, and so they pulled it from the stores. So you couldn't find it, and there were no physical copies. It was all digital. So, like, you lose shit like that. Minecraft Story Mode, which yeah. was by Telltale Games. You know, Telltale uh, went under, and all the licensing went away. They pulled those games from the store. So, unless you had it downloaded into your console, you are no longer going to be able to access those games. And, like, video games are like film, right? It's fucking crazy. It's nuts. So, they're, like, important because, like, they're art you know, that helps tell these stories, no matter what the fucking context of it all, or, like, they're just pieces of history, and didn't you're tell, losing them. Didn't Telltale tell Games do the fucking uh, Walking Dead? They did do the Walking Dead, and uh, Skybound Entertainment finished off the Walking Dead series yeah. um, by buying, buying the license, which is also which Robert Kirkman is, I think, a founder of Skybound. Uh, okay, so they, okay, he was okay. able to, to, to work a way to save his baby from completely being lost. But it, it's interesting to see Google... Going into the gaming, you know, wars and then pulling back out again because it's like, is the Stadia not doing that well or do you not have faith in the game development side of it? Mm -hmm. Or is it a cost thing? Like, I just don't understand it because, I mean, like, honestly, like, maybe Stadia is doing poorly because I don't fucking know anybody with a Stadia. <clears throat> well, this is the first I ever hear of it, so. Oh, you've never heard of the Stadia? I've never, and I've never heard anybody talk about it. Yeah, and that, you know? yeah. So that, that has to be it. They might not be uh, marketing it correctly because it fucking... If we don't know about it, like, come on. Do you watch a lot of YouTube? No. No, okay. So, yeah, on YouTube, they advertise because, obviously, Google, YouTube. Yeah, you yeah know, okay. But, but, like, yeah, I mean, for me, while I think it's a clever idea, I don't know if it's worth it. Like, I think to myself, like, I, yeah, I love playing video games, but yeah. I like to own my video games, too. I like to pay for them, and, like, they're mine, you know, even though I know that it's mostly I'm paying for permission to own this game and be able to play it. Yeah, because uh, it's crazy. I, I fucking just realized, well, just uh, not realized, but I just found out that um, movies that you buy, like let's say on iTunes Store or fucking Google, whatever the flying fuck, those game, those movies are only licensed, so you could, they're, you're allowed to download them for the moment, 
But if they ever lose that license and the movie goes away, even though you paid for it, I think that's fucking. That's interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't know why that 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 is, but that that is that is interesting. But I mean, like even with uh, physical copies, like technically, you're buying for the license to use it at home. You're not actually yeah, okay. buying the film outright. Um, it, it's an interesting kind of way for them to control. I think the we'll copyright and the material for themselves. Uh, they got bootleg fucking uh, Netflix series and all sorts of shit. I've seen. Oh, dude. They I mean you know it's just I mean, people. Got, people are still gonna find a way. Like yeah, you know, trying to get like paid. It, yeah, exactly. You know, like you you can find shit bootleg. Like it's it's not that difficult to do so. I know plenty of people who do it. Now uh, you know, like I just for me, I I don't really mess with bootleg stuff because sometimes the quality of shit has been like real fucking all the fucking shoddy. time. That's why I don't fuck with it. I just I need the quality. Yeah, I I want the quality, and the, the if I want the quality, I have to pay for it. You know, yeah. and it's so for me, it's just that's the way that I go. But like the most exciting news for me, like within video games, is that Mass Effect is now getting a remaster. Um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is going to be coming out May 14th for the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, and the PC. Not for PS5, not for Xbox Series X, but for the uh, the previous generation of consoles, which doesn't matter because obviously you can download on your PS5. Um, it's the That's original, fucking cheap, though. Yeah, it's the original trilogy. I didn't, get my PS5, I didn't get my fucking PS5 to fucking buy a PS4 game. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Uh, it's the original trilogy from Bioware. It's been remastered to 4K. It includes all three games and all of its DLC. DLC. Yeah. So for me, like I've only played Mass Effect One and Two. I actually never completed the trilogy because friends of mine who had the game hated the ending, and apparently they patched in different endings because mm-hmm. like it, it felt like all these decisions you made in the game. Didn't fucking amount to jack shit. I've never fucking played the game ever. So, so. basically, you play uh, as Commander Shepard, and you can customize this person to either be, uh, you know, male or female, and yeah. you customize how they look and everything. But you're going around trying to stop these uh, invaders called the Reapers from destroying the universe, and you make decisions in the game that will impact the story. Like, the final mission of Mass Effect 2, you can have everybody die. Everybody. Your okay. entire crew. And so, like, it felt like there were real consequences to some of your actions. So, but like I said, the third game came out, and I didn't get a chance to pick it up. And That's then, if you're trying to keep your fucking crew alive. Yeah, well, you you know, and if I you're think... you're like me and you're willing to risk it all, c'est la vie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so, like, uh, yeah, I mean, so I never played part three, but I'm excited because, like, they have kind of retweaked some of the gunplay. Yeah. And there was a car that you would drive, a tr- an all-terrain vehicle called the Mako, in the first game that handled so fucking poorly. And so they've <laughs> they've now fixed how that machine, that vehicle will run. Okay. Uh, they also uh, refixed the HUD in the first game to feel more like the second and third game. And they have streamlined the entire uh, so it's just, it's character like customization a, throughout all old, three games. So it's, an, it's an old game redone? Uh, just remastered, cleaned up, put new skins, new visual, like, flair and getting stuff like that. Re- getting tired of this remastering shit, yo. Yeah, well, I mean... I, fucking make another fucking game, yo. What well, the I fuck? Th- Stop spending that money on remastering some shit. Well, I think the thing was is that, you know, they did do a new game, and it fucking sucked. They did Mass Effect Andromeda, and people fucking hated it. Well, yeah, well, then you guys are trash then. <laughs> Gotta make cons- consecutive good uh, games like Capcom. <laughs> Capcom? Are you fucking Yeah, back kidding? in the days, yeah, they made good Resident Evil 5 and 6 are garbage. Yeah, well, that's when they started getting trash, yo. And then they finally Full fixed it with Resident Evil 7. Well, there it is. They got to fix it, so they patched it up. Well, I think also with different teams, like, you know, and especially, like, you know, like, they get different ideas. Like, I think 
the problem is is that there's a lot of people who have just gotten into video game playing lately and so they don't have everybody stuck at fucking home well because everybody's stuck at home but also like the the thing is is that game time you know there are games that like you can't go back and play like i mean like i mean i could play mass effect one and two which i have on my xbox but Uh like i'm like i want the you know give me a little bit more of a visual flair like i've been replaying max Payne on the ps5 which i got from the store and dude that game looks like dog shit but i only play it because i love that fucking story like the noir detective like going through the cities of new york clack 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 killing motherfuckers you know like what's up i'm max Payne. i don't know why i'm talking to him like But you know what I mean, like. But that, that's the thing. Like, I'm I'm just excited to to re-explore a fucking video game that I put hours into. Yeah. Okay. You know. Um. What else you got on the fucking list? Uh, actually, on my on my fucking list, that's all I got. You what do you got? You got some uh, some tidbits. I got tidbits, but you want to talk about those fucking movies first? Let's do it. Let's talk about Wandavision first. Okay. So Wandavision episode four came out. It's called We Interrupt This Program. Uh, it's Monica Rambo. She has come back into existence. It takes place right as the Hulk has snapped his finger, and she comes back into the world, and her mom is dead. The Hulk, you said? Yeah, it's the Hulk who does the snap in Endgame. Oh, who yeah. Who brings everybody back because he's the one who is invulnerable. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he can fucking take all he the radiation. Take the, he can take the radiation. It won't kill him. The gamma rays. Um, you know, the power of the fucking uh, the, the stones. Like, they, they, I mean, they killed Tony Stark, right? Yeah. So... She comes back. It's now five years later. So they call uh, when they return the blip, and she finds out that her mother is dead. And her mother is uh, Maria Rambo, who is from the movie Captain Marvel, played by Lashana Lynch. Um, Which I didn't fucking realize. So you told me. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, she comes back, and I guess you find out that she works for S.W.O.R.D. Yeah. And, you know, they are the secret weapon observation uh, research defense uh crew or whatever and they sent her to go team team they 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 sent her to investigate a missing persons case yeah you know and she meets with uh jimmy woo who is from ant-man and the wasp um and they find out that nobody knows about westview like it doesn't exist even though you can see it yeah right there the cops are there and she gets pulled in and you find out that she's not a fucking secret agent sent in to investigate or find out what's going on she just got pulled in because she did the one thing you're not supposed to touch. You know, you, the one thing you're not supposed to do is that's touch shit. Like when you go to a fucking museum and they tell you don't touch the art, don't touch the invisible force field that you can see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it will not go well for you. She's like touching it. I'm like, you fucking dumb idiot. Yeah, I figured that like, was going to happen. Like she had to get in there somehow. Yeah, exactly. And so like this actually takes place like throughout what we've seen as the audience with the show going. And also, like from but from the outside perspective, so it turns out Sword is not the one holding the barrier; they're just kind of holding the line, going like, "Where is Monica?" Yeah, yeah. And they bring in uh, Darcy Lewis, who is Cat uh, Dennings, the the you know the character from the Thor films. She's like a scientist. Or she is shit. now a scientist of astrophysics. Uh, in astrophysics, uh, instead of um, she was a poli sci. I think uh, she was pursuing her poli sci degree in the uh, original Thor. She was just interning for uh, Jane Austen and. Uh, yes, this is the original Thor. She's from the original Thor and from Thor uh, Dark World from Part yeah, Two. Fucking yeah, because they were they were all not brought back for Part Three, but she's still part of that world. Okay, yeah, yeah. So now they're making all the connections, right? Um, so you find out like 
when we see the fucking weird video clips, it's Wanda fucking with reality. But there's still stuff happening in those moments. Like, so when Wanda looked at fucking, you know, Geraldine, a.k.a. Monica Rambo, and told her, like, you don't belong here, and it blipped out on... You're actually watching this conversation happen between Wanda and Monica. So you're like, what the fuck? Who? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on? And she's like, you're not my friend. You're not my neighbor. You know, like you're trespassing. And she fucking kicks her out. But it was fast. It was it was a good episode because like they expose stuff, right? Like they show you the behind the scenes of what we were missing. Yeah, exactly. Which was exactly what the fucking show needed. It needed to show us what was going on exactly. I think it's... It, uh... It's a good little twist because uh, I'm trying to. I want to know more. Yeah. So now the question is, is, like, is Wanda just doing this on her own to deal with her grief? Because there is that really fucking creepy, unexpected shot. Yeah, when fucking vision dead, of his head collapse, and which I didn't realize uh, until doing some research that there is a deleted scene from Endgame yeah. or, where Wanda takes Vision's body and leaves. So she's actually brought back Vision's dead body in this universe. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why he looked like he had the hole in his head because she was so distracted for a split second, you saw the collapse in his head, but they did, they took that scene out. They were like, you know what? It's going to give away too much. Let's just let's leave it alone. Uh-huh. Um, but I didn't realize that that was a, a, a deleted scene. And um, yeah, but I mean, like, just the... Now the the question is like who is doing this? Is it is it literally Wanda on her own or is there somebody controlling her, right? Because they they identified everybody except for Agatha and Dottie. Oh yeah, yeah. So, you know, it 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 does bring up more questions like what is really going on in this in this show? Yeah, you know, it's but- fucking tight though. I like the I like the where it's going. I like the fact it's just different and it's just taking a completely different direction. It's uh, it's interesting, and I'm also glad that it's not just a standalone thing, right? Like they're finally starting to connect all the all the MCU yeah, putting stuff the puzzle together, putting like the, all yeah, connecting dope. it all together. And I'm wondering if this is going to lead into um, the uh, multiverse aspect, like right, like Doctor Strange into the yeah. madness of the multiverse or whatever and it's going to be called. Spider Man is going to be like a multiple all the Spider Man all the all the actors that ever played Spider Man are going to be in this multiverse. Yeah, Spider-Man. from what I, so I you know that's at least a rumor that we're hearing. And it seems like it, it you know with the rumors going to happen. It's probably going to happen. Um, so it's interesting to see where this is going to go. And I'm glad that they it's working. I'm glad that they took this it's episode. It's working. <laughs> Fucking hate that movie. <laughs> um, I, but I am glad they they're finally showing you like they've opened up some doors for you to be like, all right, okay, cool. So they, they just got pulled in. These people are just pulled in. Yeah. So now what what's the next step? Like what's actually going on? It's a trip, but fucking I'm glad uh I'm glad they made this shit. It's just tight. Yeah. So our first film <laughs> something else we fucking seen. Uh Death of Me. Uh came out last year in twenty twenty. Stars Maggie Q and uh Luke Hemsworth, um aka the discount brother. Um it's, it's like direct. fucking, uh, like a fucking uh, uh, Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Straight uh, low budget. Donnie Wahlberg. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's directed by Darren Lynn Bousman uh, from IMDb. A vacationing couple must discover the mystery of us behind a strange video that shows one of them killing the other. Um, I fucking hated this movie. Yeah. Uh, 
it, here, it was really boring from the jump. Trash, dude. boring as fuck. The writing is so bad that Maggie Q, who is in a very beloved show, Nikita, based on La Femme Nikita, based on, uh, you know, like all that stuff, she couldn't fuck. She looked. That's where she's from. She's from that. Oh man, Luke Hemsworth, who is in the show Westworld. Could he, not save any of the fucking writing. He's on, in that? Yeah. And so the thing is, like, you think of myself, okay, cool. So they are on these big shows. These people are actors? Yeah. And But the writing doesn't help them. Fuck, man. The directing doesn't help them. Like, there's no way. I don't think there's any way that Maggie Q... I don't know, but you can or, run lines. If you're a good actor, you can run lines a certain way, you know? Come it also on. depends on what the director is asking for you to do. Because it's not just like, oh, you show up and you do the acting. The director will be like, you know... Look like you're not on. acting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know what I mean? Also, like, maybe they read it and they were like, you know, it'd be a nice way to take a trip down to Thailand and hang out there for a couple of weeks while we film this. But I really don't believe in this material. So we I, have like, the money and we need to spend it. Yeah. So yeah. let's go ahead and do it. The, it just felt like a slog from start to finish. It wasn't interesting at all. The, the, the movie opens up with, like, her waking up in her bed. She's covered in dirt. There's dirt marks all over the fucking house. Her husband's passed out on the floor, and they're like, "What happened?" It's like they're trying to be a horror. Nah, some hangover. fucking some scary mother, some scary ass creeper fool just fucking knocks on the wind on her window, waking her up. And he's like, "I got just fish." Star- just staring at her, yeah. And he's just, "I got fish." Just throws the fish on the floor, like, "What the fuck is what the fuck is going on?" Yeah, exactly. At? What's going on with these island people? Then all of a sudden, yeah. Then all of a sudden, they fucking come out and they're showered and everything. Fish never got ate. Like, what's up, man? You let them shit to go to waste. And and, <laughs> and and they went from point A to point B to point C or whatever. It just it just felt like they were just chugging along, making up stuff as they went along. This fucking movie sucks. She meets a tattoo woman who ends up. I don't fucking do it. This I mean, fucking movie just, was trash. It, it it just not a good thing. You know, the director was not good for this film. Like this film needed All more bad, yeah. of a. The mystery is not strong enough because they give away the secret of the movie. A quarter of the way in that she was recorded <laughs> being fucked and murdered by her husband yeah. and buried alive, which I don't know how he dug a hole so fucking quickly. Yeah, with his fucking hands at that. With his hands. And so now the mystery is like, well, who did this? But you just gave away the biggest secret. Like, like I don't care at that point. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So you yes, have a mystery yeah. necklace. You don't talk about that's what the, the whole point. The movie's about the necklace essentially, because yeah. like, oh, the necklace has powers, and that's because he like snaps her neck or whatever. It the keeps fuck. the balance and fucking this. Yeah, this, this it's necklace the force that he put around it, her brings her heals all her, all her, all her everything pretty yeah. much. Fuck. She takes off the necklace and then the fucking choke me, daddy. Fucking bruises pop out, right? Yeah, and like she puts the necklace she starts on. to cough up some grass and shit mm-hmm. and dirt like. She went to fucking jump. Uh, she went to Earth Bar and she got herself a fucking uh, wheatgrass shot. <laughs> yeah. She had too many of them. And she's like, "Oh fuck!" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was ridiculous. Even that scene was fucking. Oh man, I was like, it was so stupid. I- I'm honestly, I'm fucking surprised that these these actors are in things that are actually like, I guess, held in some type of high regard. They are held in high regard. These shows, these fucking actors were straight trash. I thought they were bootleg actors off the jump, off yeah. the rip. I would have never guessed that guy was even related to the Hemsworth because he's like a fucking. Fat slob, and, essentially. Then pants, though. God damn. <laughs> Holy fuck. And that fool breathe? Yeah. I mean, it, the, the, the movie's just not good, and it just seemed like... I don't know if it was, like, Maggie Q and Luke Hemsworth going, like, fuck it. I'm going to collect a paycheck. Who gives a shit about this movie? I'm not going to even put any effort in it. Because, honestly, it doesn't feel like there's any effort. Plus, the material is so bad on top of it that I'm sure they looked at the script and were like, fuck, I got to say these lines. 
But damn, this vacation in Thailand is fucking nice. Yeah. <laughs> Two months paid. Let's do this. Yeah, exactly. So uh, for me, on the scale of justice, I'm giving it a two out of ten. I'm going to give it a one. Fucking app. skip that shit. Don't even read the synopsis. Yeah, you don't have to because I will read it for you. Uh, and then we have Vampires versus The Bronx, starting Jaden Michael, J- yeah, Gerald Jones the third, Gregory Diaz the fourth, Sarah Gadon, Method Man, Shale Wigman, The Kid Mero, and Coco Jones uh, from IMDb as well. Coco. A group of young friends from the Bronx fight to save their neighborhood from gentrification and vampires. Yeah, the, gentrific- the gentrifying vampires. I, You know, I got to tell you, I really had a lot of fun with this movie. Not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. No, fuck no. It's not um, perfect at all. But, like, the the so the three young leads are Jaden, uh, Gerald, and Gregory. They play... They play Miguel, Bobby, and Luis. Miguel. Miguel. But I got to tell you, like, the chemistry between the three leads was fantastic. Like, I really believe that they were friends. Yeah, a little bit, but I felt like the whole, when they got into the little argument thing, I felt like that was a little far, a little bit It was a little stretch. forced. Yeah, a little it, it, forced. A little definitely of a stretch. Like, oh, yes, we just showed up out of nowhere. And, oh, no, I thought you were going to go be over there with that, with uh, whatever that fucking fool's name is. Uh, fucking sugar or whatever. Sugar, sugar. Yeah, I yeah. I don't. It doesn't even fucking matter because I was like, you looked at that character, you're like, a vampire's gonna kill him at some point. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like there was no fucking mystery here. Vampires like, reminded me of fucking uh, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer too a it, lot. It did the makeup, Very similar. Uh, the makeup that they did. I enjoyed the, like the visual aesthetic, but you could tell definitely like they didn't was, have the I think, budget. I think to, it was the same uh, uh, special effects person. Uh, you know, but you could tell that they did not have the budget for like the vision they had for this fucking movie. Yeah. Like, they were, they definitely if were... If it would have had a bigger budget, it would have been a lot tighter of a film. Yeah, I think, and you would have been able to expand on some of the stuff, especially, like, the fact that Bobby's dad got killed being part of the gang life, and he's getting pulled in by Sugar or whatever. Yeah. Um, like, I think that that didn't land so so well. Um, Miguel's love for the Bronx, I think you could have expanded about, upon it yeah, a little it, bit more. Yeah, they, because they, they continue to try to push the whole vampire thing and how they're... Uh, quickly consuming the neighborhood mm-hmm. in a lot of senses. Yeah, and so, like, and they call him Little Mayor, right? Like, yeah, he's the Little Mayor of the Bronx. And I think, like, Not just putting in that work, homie. Like, they showed him riding the bicycle, putting up the uh, the flyers to save Tony's shop. Um, but I think, like, just Can a I little, la bodega. Yeah, uh, but I feel like just a little bit, like, maybe like a five-minute thing of him, like, really, like, being about the Bronx, not just riding around his bike and slapping flyers everywhere. Yeah. Or even like five more minutes with him and Tony. So when Tony dies in the film, like you actually feel <laughs> something. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it just give his relationship you with Tony. You kind of care a little bit that Tony fucking. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, I still cared that Tony was going to die, but it wasn't enough. Tony, for... t- the Tony tells you everything that he's been involved with the kids. Right, right before he's like a minute before he gets killed. You know. What yeah. I mean? Exactly. He's like, I practically raise these kids. You know. Yeah, and, and then Sarah Gadon. Was like, that's cool. I'm gonna take a bite out of you. Yeah. You, are, you look like a fucking snack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so like those things, I feel like they didn't land as well, only because I'm sure budgetary con- constraints and also like, you know, forced them to be a little bit leaner in the story. Yeah. Plus, I think it was it was kind of uh, made to slightly be like a uh, kids movie, also like the Goonies, like a teenager kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a coming of age story for sure because yeah. obviously Miguel. Like trying to put the moves on Rita at the end of the film. Oh yeah, I did chuckle at that. I, there was a lot of funny in this movie. So you there, buster, homie. Yeah, uh, there was <laughs> there was a couple of moments where I really where I really laughed. 
Um, yeah, no, it was okay. It was a pretty good. It was pretty good to watch. It yeah, was and, fun. And a little fun little ride. It was a fun little ride. I think everybody could watch it. I think like you know, if you have a ten year old, they could get through this without any like real problems because the movie is not scary. Yeah, there's no real like uh, there's gruesome no, scenes or nothing like that. There's no gruesome scenes. Couple bite scenes, but nothing too. Uh, no, no, no blood. Nothing gory. No, there's it's not. A, there's not any, uh, a lot of. There's no gore. Gore like you know. There's some like blood or whatever, but not even a lot. Even when they shoot, it just sounds. It just shoots like they're fucking shooting blanks. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, yeah. The audio. <laughs> the audio. Some of the audio choices they use. It just. You know. I'm guessing it's because of the budget. So what's but, this fool doing? Hitting a trash can right now? Like, come on, <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> But you know, honestly, like I did have a lot of fun. I laughed a lot. Like you know, I, 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 so for me on this scale of justice, it's a seven out of ten. Yeah, I gave it a seven also. Uh, you know, I would definitely recommend it if you have seen them. Let us know what you think at renderosbros at gmail.com or find us on Instagram. Um, yeah, as, recommend some shit. Recommend some stuff. Um, you know, because we're trying to do two films a week now. So I mean, like, which I think is really cool. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, as long as we can fucking cram them in. Uh, tidbits. I got a couple here. Tidbits. Titties. All right, here we go. Uh, ben and Jerry's introduces a new ice cream flavor. Uh, Girl Scout Thin Mints, strawberry pop tarts, and whiskey. If you want to get frisky, whiskey. Yeah. Um, I don't know where the fuck they're gonna be selling them, but uh, I you know wherever Ben and Jerry's is probably sold. Take a look at it. You know. Yeah. Check out their website. Ben and Jerry's. Kind of crazy. Uh, crazy little bit of flavors. The pop tarts one. I kind of want to try that. Uh, you know, reason. I'm not about wild flavors with ice cream. I'm not much of a sweets guy anyway. So I mean, uh, like, well, I, I know you are. I yeah. like. I remember Dad would tell me, like, yeah, you know, your bag of Halloween candy, like, you would never eat. Your brother would finish off because he's like, you would then, you would never touch it. Yeah, no, you're fucking ass. Sometimes I, buy, I get some candies with the fucking ice cream guy. You'd be like, oh, let me have that one, and I'd be like, no, and then you fucking force me to give it to you through some fucking uh, just constantly, like, come on, yeah, let me have it. You don't want it. Come on, let me have it. I finally gave it to you, and then three months later, I open up a drawer, and there it fucking is. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Shit would happen all the time. <laughs> fucking oh, man. Brutal. Uh, I was a great older brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Top uh, notch. I mean, like, you know, if you have, uh, for older brothers, I'm USDA grade A, baby. Yeah. <laughs> scale of, uh, <laughs> scale of fucks. <laughs> uh, a fucking a Punky Brewster's coming back. Reboot. Starting February 25th, bitches, on Peacock. Oh, that's right. I, remember, I had no idea. I, I remember watching the trailer for it when Peacock launched. Like, they had a trailer for Punky Brewster. Okay. And uh, it looks like absolute dog shit. Um, <laughs> in my personal opinion, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, good for Sally Moon Fry getting, uh, you know, a, a reboot getting going Getting a on. fucking paycheck. Getting a paycheck. Congratulations. Probably her, it probably wasn't her idea. Because if she probably pushed that idea, they'd be like, ah. I mean, it's the same Ooh. thing. Like, Hillary Duff, right? Tough. She tried to push. Uh, tough one. Uh, Lizzie McGuire reboot and on Disney Plus, and they were like, "I got one for you." Allegedly, allegedly, iCarly is coming back. I that th- is coming back. I saw the post um, from one of the actors. Um, uh, okay, and they're like, "It's going on." It, it tight, looks, it, tight. Yeah, I never seen it, but tight. You know, they're it's, bringing it's back kind of shit goof- that people like. I guess it's a you goofy know? show. Okay. I watched it because of the kids. It is a. It was just a really funny off the wall kind of show, you know, and um yeah, it was just it was a fun time. For sure. Okay. Uh I got a fucking uh a movie that I don't know how what how they're gonna fucking put this shit together or even make it a movie. Because to me it fucking sounds like a fucking snore fest. Uh they wanna do a GameStop movie about the stock excitement that happened the uh, the past week. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. It'll be like the big short. 
if they can make it that good, maybe the good the big short was actually decently like okay. I, I would can, say I watch, watch the big cool. short and you'll yeah, and you'll know what shit. this is all about. <laughs> yeah. But they're making that <laughs> shit, so you know it is what it is. I dude, I gotta tell you, like it's gonna be on either Netflix or MGM. They both acquired a uh, this this little action. This whole fucking story with like GameStop and fucking uh, Wall Street or whatever. Uh, I, I I think it's fucked because some people like I got a homie that bought in at four dollars. Yeah, before this shit was anything at all, you know. Or yeah, it was four dollars last last year. Yeah, he bought like like probably like a year before that or so. He's had it for a long time. So seeing how much he made off of the stocks he had was fucking crazy, you know. But it's like this this uh this fucking craze has just jumped out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, is that you know they were looking at the there were some people looking at the you know I should have bought they, in when it was at sixty. Um, you know, honestly though, like unfortunately, one of the best articles that I came across was from the Atlantic that talked about like. You know, saying that they're taking on the big guy is like saying, like, I'm going to beat the casinos by becoming a gambling addict. Like, oh. you're not going to beat them. In the long run, the hedge fund managers are going to win. Like, every expert that I've listened to about, like, what's happening, they're like, yes, some small independent people are going to come up. But they're like, but ultimately, the hedge fund managers, even though they've lost money, that stock is going to drop and they're going to recoup it. 10 times over. You know, the guys who own GameStop have racked in billions because of all this shit. And they're like, and the day traders are going to be the ones who are going to, who are ultimately going to pay the price. Especially because, like, there are people who are going to invest, like, their kids' college fund. What people don't understand is that when you buy into a stock at a low price and it skyrockets the way GameStop did, when it, with everybody having the craze, when it hits that high peak, you can't sell because no one's buying stock anymore. It's been fucking liquidated. So when the stock is gone, like how even though it costs that much, how who are you gonna sell it to? Yeah, because gonna be people who don't want to buy it. People that make price. that people make that mistake so fucking often, and that's why you have to put in your money, see, get well, halfway, and get the fuck out. Well, it's also another fuck thing, out of right? dodge. It's also another thing. Like one of the experts was saying, like, well, let's take a look at how Robinhood's doing their business. And let's look at how a real fucking, like... Yeah, but Robin Hood fucking, uh, uh, I guess uh, whoever fucking runs their hedge fund shit was running out of cash because they, they, they're they on an app, so they fucking so many people were flooding the system. They're fronting the money while your bank is transferring the money to them, so they ran out of cash. Right, and so the thing was is that guess who didn't have to do that? Merrill Lynch didn't have to well, do yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Like, all, and that's the thing. They were always like, surprised. The, the ones who have all the power and resources are the big hedge fund guys, the professional stock, uh, you know, the, the professional well, Wall so Street guys. So you got to go through, like, J.P. Morgan, shit like that. Right. Charles Schwab. Yeah, but, but I mean, that, that's the thing, right? But you have people at the higher levels that, like, are trading. This is their life. Yeah. You think they're not going to know more than some dude on fucking Reddit? And, you know, obviously <laughs> there are people who are like, oh, I'm going to burn the fucking system to the ground. But you're not. You're not. That system is protected. You like, don't have enough money to keep it going. Exactly. God damn it. That's why the tax fuckers come for us, broke motherfuckers. Because we don't have the money. We don't have the money to buy the lawyers to postpone it. Because they know I that mean, we don't. Know. They don't. That's a fact. I, you know, it's, it's a true. fucking fact. I mean, they, they interviewed the guy from the that's IRS. Just not, that's just a fucking fact. The IRS. They asked him like, "Hey, why don't you go after the rich?" And he's like, "Oh, because they got it's too much cheaper. money and they'll fucking keep us on a back burner for so fucking long. Exactly. We won't be able to collect shit. Mm -hmm. You fucking pieces of shit." 
I mean, dude, I mean, honestly, like, there has to be, there, there, there has to be a conversation about like that how shit the to fuck, me is fucking insane. Like, dude, the man, system is yo. so fucking leveraged for rich people. Like, of course. So like, which so we gotta hit that billy, homie. Uh, you know. So I mean, like, it, it definitely is something that people need to be aware of, and like, don't just fucking go willy nilly just because you see fucking Reddit doing it. I'd be very cautious. Like, people were telling yeah. me, like, yo, dude, you gonna go in on this? I'm like, nah, dog, we're good. I'm not gonna fucking risk it because I don't fucking, I don't know stocks. Yeah. No, I wrote a small little wave, made a little bit of money, got the fuck out, but it wasn't GameStop. It was another, another company, another penny stock. It was a penny stock that fucking uh, people hyped up when this whole GameStop shit was happening. This was like thrown as a joke. I just happened to buy it at a super fucking, at sense of a price. And it just it went up a, a good amount, and that's when I just and I just sold it. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck this!" So I'm yeah. not gonna fucking. So you would be what they call dumb money. Yeah, day trader. A day trader. Yeah, yeah. Which I was like, "Dumb money, make money though." So fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, I'm, I'm, it just I'm barely scratching the surface of learning of all this. So yeah, I mean, I, and obviously, like, I'm not gonna give you any financial. I've advice. been doing it for a little bit, you know what I mean? But it's not. I'm not I only, I, I only did it because. Um, I'm trying to take advantage of, of the circumstances, essentially. Right. I realized that certain things happened in our economy, and it was a good time to to, to do it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. all the stocks had dropped. So. And also, you took that advice from the Wu-Tang Clan. Diversify your bonds. Yeah, uh, try so, bitches. Uh, you know, but I mean, like... Tank for life. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, it, it's interesting ever. to see. It's ever, inter- ever. It, It's interesting to see. I, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Um, you know, because Wall Street's a fucking mess. It needs to be... Fixed. How? I don't know. It's not going to. Uh, with a small man doesn't have enough uh, money to do it, unfortunately. Yeah. Even though we can flood the system with cash to a certain stock, they can they they control they, they it, control yeah. the game regardless. And all we do is feed into the fucking excitement. Uh, but but on a better fucking way lighter note, I know y'all who's like fucking your cereal in the morning, your Lucky Charms. I know when you put those Lucky Charms into your bowl. And the, the all the marshmallows they make when you finish your Lucky Charms, the milk looks grayish, but not anymore. Limited edition Lucky Charms coming now. It's gonna make your milk green. <laughs> it's nothing special for uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, for St. Patty's. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's it. That's pretty, pretty cheap. <laughs> Coachella got canceled. Also, oh uh, yeah, Coachella and uh, Stagecoach uh, yeah. got canceled for yet another year. I mean, just the as Shamrock make- Shake comes back to McDonald's. <laughs> oh that's great a, the McRib is back that's um, another one right there fucking hell yeah I mean you know. the Olympics won't be cancelled this year they are going to happen they're not talking about where it's gonna happen they're talking about how they're gonna make it happen cause they're gonna make it happen according to what the fuck yeah, they put they, out there they were saying that Japan might actually not host it anymore so Florida is like trying to make a fucking pitch like yo dog we don't not, give a fuck uh, whatever the fucking dude's director's name from Japan he said yeah it's happening okay cool said, don't fuck a Florida homie like so y'all get it, don't, y'all don't, get it when y'all get it. But we Japan right now, we gonna get it. We, we're we're Japan, thirsty. and we've got our numbers under <laughs> control. They don't. They don't. They don't. I heard fucking Japan is fucking trash right now, bro. Oh man, I did. Not I heard they're stockpiling on like just like what happened over here, oh, running yeah. out of space. Yeah, I just heard that. Uh, I think it was yesterday. I heard it on NPR. Oh, see, I did not listen yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday I was busy. All uh, bad. With All other bad. Stuff. All bad. I, you know what it is? It's, it's bound to happen. You know, it's bound to happen. People don't fucking learn. It is what it is. And it's just like the fucking, it's it's spreading no matter what. It's spreading. Yeah. No, of course. But then uh, fucking, uh, um, let me give this quick reminder. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's Thursday, apparently, because you're listening to this on the day it drops on a Thursday. 
and uh, McDonald's app. Hit the McDonald's app. There's something, <laughs> something cheap, something cheap on there for sure. Since uh, I forget what that promo was, God but I'm just reminding you, motherfuckers, because it's Thursday. It's Thursday. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, and hold up, fool the fuck. Uh, one last done. one. This was a good one. It starts on your birthday, fool, on February 9th. Um, it's celebrating the 25 years of Pokemon, bitches. I don't even like Pokemon, but they're doing some special shit at McDonald's too, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, I like McDonald's. My bad. That's fine. Uh, insert promo here. Insert promo. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Pass me some bucks. <laughs> Pass me a burger. Fuck. Fuck. A big uh, smack. <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. I know. Oh my God, McDonald's. Oh, I man. swear to God. <laughs> Fucking Big Mac me up. Um, yeah, hell yeah. Thank you for listening to this show. We appreciate every week that you guys come on here and, uh, you know, download us, stream us from Spotify. Yeah, giving us a fucking uh, uh, ear, you know what I mean? Yeah, giving us the ear, giving these two fucking knuckleheads that we are uh, uh, here. A uh, uh, here. A uh, here. Yeah. Um, an ear. Uh, don't forget you can review us on the Apple Podcast uh, site. Give us a, you know, a five-star review, four-star review, whatever you think we deserve. Give it Just to us. Just give us a fucking review. Give us Follow a one us. star. Follow us on Instagram. I don't give a fuck. We are the Renderos Bros on Instagram. Uh, you can find us individually. I am Hollywood Mike with a double I. I am Render Me Sam. And as always, you can always email us at renderosbros at gmail.com. Uh, we'll be back next week with some more fucking films. I will post them up. Hopefully by Saturday, they'll be up on our Instagram page. That's what I'm trying to do yeah, every week. to wear your guys- masks. Wash your hands. Wash that ass. And don't snort Legos. That's right. Oh, thank you.